1: Welcome into the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure to check out Sports.com. spell it out, F-I-V-E, ReasonsSports.com for all of our podcasts, including Three Yards Per Carry, Five Rings, Canes, Balls Cast, LSO, Shula Bowl, and the rest. Also, all of our columns. Everything is free. We don't charge you, we don't put anything behind a paywall. Also, check out our YouTube channel, our new show on Friday nights, Five Reasons to Drink which my partner here, Alphonse Sidney, is part of that one. And also, check out our merchandise, our Tua shirts. In addition, we've got all of our Heat shirts there. And yes, things are a little bit delayed, but not as delayed as the NFL and the NBA shop. So you will get stuff sooner, and you probably cost a lot. Less. Today, we want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is Keystone Chiropractic and Neuroplasticity. That's Dr. Jonathan Chung. They're focused on low-force spinal adjustments and brain-based rehabilitation. They get great results with post-concussion syndrome, dizziness and vertigo, headaches, and chronic neck and back pain. A lot of chiropractors and therapists want to see you three times a week, for months but Keystone has a treatment philosophy of doing just enough to get you back to a normal life again. They're now offering virtual rehab visits which use video conferencing. So we know what's going on with COVID. They use video conferencing to assess and prescribe effective treatment protocols during the COVID-19 outbreak. Research shows that patients who get a supervised telemedicine rehab program can be just as effectively treated as during in-person visits for many pain conditions. Mention five reasons for a free 15-minute video or phone consultation and save 50% off your first virtual rehab session. Again, that's ChiropracticKeystone.com. That's ChiropracticKeystone.com. And now, today's episode.
0: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sydney, aka Alf 954 Brought to you by the 5 Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, back here on 5 on the floor. I've got Alex Toledo. I've got Alphonse Sidney. We're going to be introducing you to one of our sponsors. who's also a big South Florida sports fan going to join us on today's episode. Before we get there, we have not done a lot of Miami Heat lately. Um, we've been doing a lot of last dance. We've been doing a lot of general NBA talk. We've been doing... ESPN list. Uh, we're going to get back into the heat today. Um, and let's start here. Players started working out Wednesday. It's pretty much everybody, but Solomon Hill, um, Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala. Everybody else is here in South Florida. Everybody seems to be participating. Even Myers Leonard was coming back from an injury, but we don't know if there's going to be a season. We've talked about the various permutations. What may happen, Orlando, Las Vegas, tournaments, regular season, why they have to play. They're going to lose $900 million if they don't play in the playoffs. Um, everything that is in stake right now. But if the season is over and we don't know that it's over, I want to talk about where the heat would have stood this year. So we're going to first, before we get to Alex and Alf, going to bring in our sponsor. Um, we've been telling you about a lot of the sponsors here on the five reasons sports network and five on the floor in particular, have been helping us out during the COVID crisis. We want you to, to support their businesses and they're all great sponsors and the South Florida sports fans. So let me do this first, Mr. Peters, cause I do this wrong the, all the time. Is it Luis, Luis? Lou, what should we call you?
2: Uh, I've been called all of those things and, and a lot worse. So uh, <laughs> it, it just depends. You know, most uh, Americans uh, use Luis and then most Hispanics use Louis. So I haven't figured it out, but I, I'll answer to any of those.
1: This reminds me, Alf, um, of me always telling Sedano. Like, he, he's, Sedano is only Spanish when he's angry. He's only Cuban when he's angry. <laughs> uh, th- this this used to come up at our poker games at my apartment, which Jason Jackson used to just host poker games at my apartment. He would just invite people to my apartment. That, by the way, I have, I have since moved back into. Um, but Jason doesn't come anymore. Now he wants to do virtual poker. But Sedano would be... English speaking the entire time, the entire time until he lost a hand on a bad beat. And then all of a sudden he's Cuban and he's Jorge. Okay. Instead of George, who's, which is what I've known as his whole life. So uh, Lewis, Luis, Lou, we're going to call you all of those things and worse. Um, what is your Twitter handle? Because you have a couple Twitter handles. You've got one for the business, right? And then you've got one for just effing with people who are Miami <laughs> sports fans.
2: <laughs> that, that's a good way of putting it. So SF Agent Peters is my, my business handle. And uh, as you can imagine, State Farm wouldn't take kindly to some of the conversations that go on on Twitter. So uh, when, when I'm not in an official capacity, it's Dolphan uh, LP13. So you know where my allegiances, allegiances lie.
1: Okay. Dolphins. So we're going to start there. Um, yeah. Check him out on Twitter and, and uh, he's going to introduce you to a little bit of his business as we go forward, but let's get to the topic. Let's talk about the awards that the heat might've been in contention for this year and are in contention for if the season is in fact over. And let's start with what I think is the most interesting one, which is most improved player because they have two candidates and both of those candidates during the season, were talking about how the other guy was a better candidate because that's, well, that's who Bam is, basically. Um, Who is a better candidate? Let's start here before we start evaluating them against the rest of the league. Alf, who is a better candidate between Bam and Duncan Robinson for most improved player?
3: Um, If we're going to just talk about holistically, uh, the improvement that Duncan Robinson has shown from first to second year is one of the most unprecedented things I've ever seen. So holistically, yes, uh, Duncan Robinson has... Improved more than Bam because with Bam it's just about I think I think it's more about minutes and opportunity. And yes, he has improved, of course. Like that's he just he's gotten to be a better player. And I believe with his work ethic, he's just going to keep getting better and better. But when you look at what Duncan Robinson was as a rookie and what he is now, one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter in the entire NBA, with Stephen Clay out, I mean, like that's I mean that's a stark. Uh, contrast but the way this award works they you don't really um you don't get awarded for not playing or being just you know um uh, an afterthought your first the, the year before you have to actually play the year before and actually improve over that year so Duncan didn't do enough last year to even be considered so right now yeah Bam is more of a of a candidate for that. And with the increase in minutes, with the absence of Hassan Whiteside and the fact that he is turned into a point center, which, I mean, there's not many of those in the league. It's like him and Jokic and, not, and very few else. Um, he's very deserving of uh, recognition and re- deserving of maybe even the award. Um, I think he deserves it, but I don't know if that's my heat slant or, you know, I, I think of Brandon Ingram and I think of a lot of different guys. But I don't know how many guys have impacted their team as much as, uh, as BAM has.
1: Alex, go to you on this. So if, if you look at what this award typically goes to, the players that it typically goes to, this started as a comeback player of the year award. And then during the 80s, basically, they realized they were just giving it to guys who beat drugs. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's essentially what it was. It was like Michael Ray Richardson. Oh, he beat drugs. And then, you know, we need more
4: stories from that era from like the seventies and eighties NBA.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe Michael could snitch on it, all of them cuz he pretty much snitched on his Bulls teammates. I mean, that was Orlando Woolridge and Quint Daly, I'm pretty sure that he was talking about. Uh so when he walked into that room and you know, there were the hookers and and, and the and the, and the Coke. Um but that's what it was. It was like you you won most Impro- you won it was like uh, John Lucas. And then of course they were back in rehab, right? But they got their award before they went back. Uh, so they changed the award to most improved player. And the most improved player award now I think Alf hit on some of this. It's kind of become the guy who showed you something, but then got more minutes and maybe even didn't improve that much, but just played more. So the per 36s were the same, but it extrapolated. Now in Bam's case, a lot of the per 36 minutes are the same, to be honest. Uh, But he obviously did it at a much higher level and much more consistently and had made a greater impact on his team. Can you make a case – because I think Alf made what the case is for Bam can you make a case for Duncan over Bam
4: um, definitely I think you can make the case because of just uh, the sheer year one to year two improvement like I was talking about it's just so that that gap was bigger than anybody else on the list but if I had to pick one, Duncan would probably be three or four and that's just because I think this year is is stacked with most approved player candidates. like I think BAM is a great option I think Brandon Ingram is a a great option he's the type of guy I think uh they gave it to a lot Uh, it's usually you know they might it might favor scoring a little bit more and Ingram was just awesome for the Pelicans this year uh I think that my one thing with giving it to him was that they're out of the playoffs and even though they didn't have Zion for most of the year the fact that you know you have Drew Holiday and Brandon Ingram playing as good as he did maybe, maybe it should have been uh you know a better playoff contender before Zion and they most, and they were not Zion is what ended up getting them back close. Like he, he was that piece that, that put him back in the race. So maybe I wouldn't give it to Ingram. I think Bam has a better case for it than Duncan just because Bam really went from, you know, a bench player and a spot starter last year to a one B Jimmy Butler's one B like you can't even say that he's the second best player on this team. Jimmy constantly says that he's the best. I think that it's just such an, it's an improved, improved BAM. We saw him get better throughout the season, but just the fact that he's now in that role that he is, he, he's a foundational piece, and he's already a, one of the leaders of the team. I, I think he has a
1: great case. Lewis, who do you like of the two of them?
2: I mean, I love BAM. I mean, I don't know about you guys. Uh, you're the professionals, but I, I didn't expect this kind of growth from BAM this soon or, or ever, to be honest. I thought he'd be a nice player, but what he's become is – is incredible. And I like Brandon Ingram. Uh, you know, I, I agree a little bit with Alf on the Duncan Robinson, view because this is a guy that came from the end of the bench to playing significant minutes. And and I don't know how many of those stories you, you, you know, you see. Uh, but Bam is, is just an incredible player. And, and he has become, I think, the, the best player on the team. Uh, no disrespect to Jimmy Butler. So I, I would give it personally, and I'm a heat homer to, to Bam.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think he's the most important player on the team now in in some ways. Um, and in the same way that Chris Bosch became I know that got overstated when LeBron was the best player in the world, but in a lot of they couldn't replace Dwayne could do some of the things that LeBron did, but there was no one on that team that could do the things that Bosch could do. And we saw that in the playoffs when Bosch went down, and that was always Spolstra's point about that. Um, but let's look at who's won this award in past years because I think that educates this conversation, okay? Because we're talking about what type of player they reward, and we're not going to know all the numbers off the top of my, our head. But let let's go all the way back to uh, 2010, okay? Um, and here's the here's the numbers of some of these guys, and here's some of these guys. And some of, a couple of these guys are kind of forgettable. Um, Aaron Brooks, guard for the Rockets, who averaged 19. I mean, he was a good little player. He didn't really become a whole lot more than that. I think that was minutes and opportunity. I don't know how good that Rockets team was. Kevin Love, 2011 with the Timberwolves, he averaged 20 and 15. Um, If you remember Kevin Love's first couple seasons after he was drafted in 2008, it kind of took him some time to blossom. That one made sense. Ryan Anderson with Orlando, averaged 16 and 7, of course, was a three-point shooter. Paul George, that one made sense because you could see that happening in the playoffs. And that year he averaged, uh, 2,000. that was 2013, and he shot only 42% from the field that year, but averaged 17, 17, 8, and 4 for them. Goran Dragic, 2014 with Phoenix. To me, a lot of that was opportunity. That roster cleared out. If you remember, Goran had shown some signs of this, but never got to play full-time. And to me, it was a little bit like the Nash progression. And he shot 51% from the field that year and averaged 20 and 6, okay? Jimmy Butler. So the two Heat guys have won in the last 10 years. Jimmy Butler, that year, blossomed as sort of a leader of that team, that Bulls team where he'd been kind of a secondary piece. 26-3, 46% shooting. CJ McCollum, more minutes, more opportunity for a former high pick. Giannis with the blow-up season, 2017-23-9-5. and five. And then Oladipo, from sort of a guy who looked like he was going to be an okay NBA player at his previous two stops, but a former number two overall pick who averages 23-5-4 20, and four for Indiana, and then Siakam, who, let's be honest, kind of came out of nowhere, 17-7-3. Um, seven and three. Do you see, Alex, any parallels between any of those blowups and kind of where they went from to where they got – to either of those two guys? Because I don't see a Duncan Robinson comp there. I do see some BAM nope. comps, right? Well, the Duncan
4: Robinson comp would maybe, from those guys that you listed, would maybe just be Ryan Anderson because he was always strictly a three-point shooter. And right. I think that was also a similar thing where he was kind of an unknown, and then all of a sudden Ryan Anderson was one of the best shooters in the league. Obviously, he was a bit he's a big man, so it's different. So that's about that's three, four current and former Heat players from the last 10 years have won most improved. But, wait a uh, second. Wait a second. Comp-
1: no, no, no. I'm not giving you that. I'm not, no. You know, I'm not you giving know. you Ryan Anderson as a former Heat player. Come on.
4: Listen, man. The-
1: <laughs> come the- come the- on. He was contract filler that they had to stretch. He was Ryan here for three Anderson. minutes.
4: He came from the Tyler Johnson trade. The Tyler Johnson thing ended up getting in the way of the D Wade thing. So, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll count him as a. I'm kind of was the heat player for everything that went through just to have him on the team. But no, I think the comp there would definitely be Ingram because, like you said, like you just pointed out, most of those guys were uh, big scorers who got into bigger roles and, and kind of surprised people. Uh, so I think Ingram is the guy that fits the most, and I think Bam kind of fits into the mold of uh, the, the Most Improved Award that Siakam got last year. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the closest one, but for the rest of the for the rest of the people that you named, I, I think Ingram compares better.
1: Alf, uh, who is is the toughest competition for BAM? If we're going to say it's BAM, you mentioned Ingram. Um, To me, Shea Gilgus Alexander is interesting also. I mean, you know, not that he was a throw-in in in the Paul George trade. I mean, he was a major piece, but I don't know that anybody thought OKC was a playoff team. I saw a stat today that OKC was given like a 1% chance to make the playoffs. I know a lot of that's Chris Paul, but a lot of that was Gilgus Alexander. Um Devonte Graham got brought up in Charlotte to me he didn't shoot well enough he's but he's similar to Duncan Robinson that he kind of came out of nowhere a mm-hmm. second round pick hadn't really done much is there a name I'm missing I mean cuz
4: if it's Siakam again
1: <laughs> See okay now Siakam is interesting but they've never given it to a guy back to
3: back yeah right so because so that then, kind of that would kind of discount the whole award um
1: right right I mean if he improved that much okay so you're giving I mean to me if Si if it's going to be Siakam he's got to improve to be MVP like then yeah. that's improvement, but otherwise it's it's not that it's marginal improvement, but I mean, they already gave him the award for it, right so I don't I don't know I, I don't know that I mean I, I think
3: that. it's it's between Brandon Ingram and Bam, and um just judging off of like things where I've seen on you know and this is just Twitter, but like when you see replies to who's the most improved player and they show like four guys and they'll have. Gilgis Alexander, they'll have Brandon Ingram, they'll have Bam, and they'll have somebody else. Um, Most of the replies, and it's not even just Heat Twitter, you're talking about uh, you got Celtics fans. And, you know, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum Mm -hmm. are two interesting names. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, Tatum was more – like, I think if the season finished out and Tatum was on his same trajectory, I think Tatum would have uh, ran away with it. Um, and, but Jalen Brown is also another one that's very interesting. But I think the fact that they play for the same team would kind of uh, split their votes. So, And I think most votes would go for
1: Tatum because Tatum made the offensive breakout, and that's typically... Rutgers but you rewarded. know what? It's
3: funny. Bam is getting getting the, the recognition for the defensive and yes. the rebounding breakout, which most guys don't normally get that recognition. Like, his scoring is up. But it's not. I mean, what is he? Fifteen, sixteen points a game. It's not. It's not mind blowing. It's not earth shattering.
1: Well, but I think he won All Star Weekend in some ways. I think that's I, he. He emerged like I don't think anybody in the league necessarily benefited more in terms of their profile than Bam did that weekend. I, I think that winning that skills competition, like people did not know he could do that stuff, and we did. But I don't think that the general public knew that, that he could do that stuff. And, and then his personality afterwards and everything and, and Jimmy anointing him the whole weekend. Like, I, I just feel like there, since then it changed. I think, I think it changed. Even though the team that wasn't playing that well, I think it changed. Um, I, To me, I, I think Gilgis Alexander is going to get a look too. I think it's going to be Ingram because I think Ingram made the progression that typically the voters want to see, which is, and I'm with you that they weren't winning that much until Zion came back. So uh, to me, that's a knock against him. But I think that's the, you know, the other guy I thought, um, now now the name, Jaron Jackson, I thought, made a, 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 a pretty big leap uh, this season too in Memphis. So, I mean, it, it, there's, there's other guys. I think it's going to be Ingram, and I think Bam's going to finish second.
4: It ends up being like, most improved just ends up going, coming down to these guys who are like year three, year four, and are mm-hmm. making their leaps into mm-hmm. their into like their early prime so is that just what, what this award is going to be now
1: you, usually i think it should be called the year three leap it typically is i mean <laughs> i i mean is was paul was it paul george's third year i think it might have been it was his right third or around fourth there year. um that typically is the time i mean it was siakam's right um i don't think anybody was expecting the leap from him same, but yeah, thing, from, with ingram. same thing with ingram i mean i think there's some current rookies like i think in two years like rj barrett might make that leap You know, he's got to get off the Knicks first, but there, but there's, there's guys that, that I think this happens in the third year. I mean, Gilgis Alexander second year, um, you know, and again, different circumstances, a little bit more of a role for him, but a lot of it is just role increase. And a lot of it is scoring increase. I think the bam it's role, but I think it's also, he kind of won the day. Push comes to shove. Go to all three of you guys, Alex, who wins it? Who do I predict wins it or who would I pick to win it? Who do you predict wins it?
4: Ingram. I think they like they want to get it to the points per game guy.
3: Alf. I think it goes to Bam just to, because it's the. Um, I think it's like a hipster pick. And I think <laughs> Other I think people hipsters. just hope, yeah I think people feel good about themselves by voting for a guy who's made a defensive leap. Mm-hmm. Lewis.
2: You know I'm going to have the Homer pick. I'm going to go with Bam. <laughs> I I think he's the sexier pick. So.
1: But the homer pick is typically with the heat is typically ever the world is against us. So you're supposed to pick against bam so that everybody can be <laughs> angry about it. That's typically Good how point. this goes. All right. So Lewis, before we get to the next part of this, cause I want to get into all NBA, uh, tell us a little bit about your business.
2: Well, I'm a local state farm agent. Uh, Basically, we do anything that's property and casualty, generally for people that's auto and fire, but it's also life insurance, health insurance All those things are front and center, unfortunately, today with the COVID-19. And so we try to be a little bit different. You know, this is the age of everything is uh, online, 1-800 numbers. And, uh, you know, we have those, but we also have that that kind of personal feeling. And um, I think that's important to a lot of people. And I think after all the dust settles, it's going to be even more important. I think people are kind of craving that, that human touch. Uh, so like you do so well in your, your plugs for me, and I appreciate it. Uh, we try not to give you cookie cutter solutions. We try to figure out what your situation is, what you need, uh, and then make sure you're not overinsured or underinsured. And, uh, and hopefully we do a, a really good job of
1: it. All right. You can find them at lewispeters.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. .com, L-U-I-S, Peters.com.
1: That's the website. Go there, and we do appreciate you supporting us. All right, so let's get into... Uh, the next part of this, which is All-NBA, and the Heat again have two candidates. So let's evaluate both of them. Jimmy Butler, and this one is stunning, and I guess if he makes All-NBA, he probably should be most improved player, <laughs> which, which, is, uh, which is bam out of bio, and I do think sometimes people split their votes. Uh, let's go through the teams, Alex, first, like, and just get certain guys out of the way. Okay? Okay. Before we get to it, who should be first team All NBA?
4: Uh, So you're talking about all five guys?
1: Yes, and and again, I gotta look at the ruling on this. Is it? Because I've voted on this for many years, and now I can't remember. Um, Did they just? They do front court, back court, correct? I believe that's.
4: That's what right. I'm not sure about. That's, that's a big, that's something that we probably should have figured out before we did the, before podcast. we
1: started to do the podcast. <laughs> but, well, I've yeah, done, I, I, I've been a voter like 10 times. Okay. Here it is. It's uh let's see all, no, not all star, all NBA voting. Um, and again, a lot of this uh, plays into supermax contracts and all the rest is I'm pretty yep. sure it's, it's, it's front court and it's back court. Um,
4: yeah, I know the All Star
1: thing is like that, but I'm not sure yes. about All NBA. And let's see. Okay, so last year, last year, this is what it was. So let's let's go through it. Jokic at center, Giannis and Paul George at forward, Harden and Curry in the backcourt. You know, you know who's missing there. Second team, Embiid at center, Durant and Leonard at forward, Irving at, and Lillard at guard. Third team, Gobert at center, Blake Griffin and LeBron, Kemba Walker and Russell Westbrook. So last year, actually, I'm incorrect. I think you're right. I'm confusing this with All-Star. Last year, it was center, two forwards, two guards. So then it depends on how, where someone is listed, right, that this becomes an issue. Because somebody yep. like Anthony Davis, this becomes an issue. But all right, so let's, let's take a look at it. Just based on, on who is available to here, give me center, two forwards, two guards, and is Anthony Davis starting at center consistently on the Lakers? He's not, right? He's no. starting at the four. So he's a yep. four. Oh, he's a four.
4: I, I think he's a four. I think he he wanted to play the four. They would probably go to him more as a five in the playoffs, but they would still start first and third quarters with Anthony Davis at the four and probably some more minutes because, you know, Dwight and JaVale were were both actually very good for them this year, just as role guys. I think AD was a four this year. I think that's more than fair. So I think because of that, Bam does end up making an all NBA team. I think where if AD was a five, it would make it it would make it damn near impossible for Bam to make it because he would have to be put over and beat. And I'm not sure if everybody is on that wave like we are. Mm-hmm. But I think if AD ends up being a four, which I think we all agree he should be, or yeah, I think they both make it. I think the the first team probably looks something like, I don't know, maybe you have Luca and Harden as as your backcourt. If Luca's a point guard uh, that's another thing that matters. Giannis is definitely in the front court there. Uh, maybe you put LeBron. I think I would put LeBron over Kawhi just because the Lakers were, you know, the number one seed all year, and Kawhi took some games off. And then at the five,
1: <laughs> that's the, that. Well, that's the problem. All right, so let's go through it. First thing, all right, Alf. There's no way LeBron and Giannis are not the forwards, right?
3: Yeah, that's a that's a given. Okay. Uh, wait, it's called. Is LeBron make it over? Kawhi? Oh yeah, you, uh, no. Uh, Alex is think, right. I don't think that's because closed. of the Kawhi, Kawhi's
1: missed so many games. Kawhi's missed yeah. so many games. So, so it's all right. So, so we haven't gotten to the center yet. And, and we're NBA's gonna get to the advanced. Embiid's
3: gonna be the center because he's funny on social media. No,
1: but uh, seriously, is is he gonna be the center? I mean, let's yeah, let's look at be this. The center. I
3: Think so? I think it's gonna be Jokic. No, and there's not not enough people respect. Uh, Jokic's game. Um, also, Jokic had a. Let's be
1: honest about this. I know we're not Embiid guys. Like Jokic had a little bit of a down year.
3: Like nah, he, yeah, he, oh, Jokic hasn't been that good. I I don't. I mean, he's been good. Like I think he's he's all NBA. But I mean, Embiid is still an offensive and defensive force. Like I I think defensively, what he does is it's so much more. It, what he brings to the table defensively is almost more important than what he does offensively. And I think uh, that's taken into a lot of consideration, especially at the five position. See, I think they're almost like the inverted versions of each
4: other because I think Jokic isn't the defensive C that he's been categorized as. They've been a top 10 defense for two straight years now. And at center, like if he was as bad as a Trey young, if he was the equivalent to like a Trey young at center, they would be way worse than that. And, they were good. They were very good in the playoffs last year. He stepped up his game, and then they ended up being a top four seed again this year, if I remember correctly. He put up you know twenty ten and seven on fifty three percent shooting from the field. Like the dude is really damn good. He also no, gets you some steals. Like I I,
1: I love I him. Know. I'm just saying he wasn't as good as he was the year before. All right, but are, are we saying that it's a given that Bam I'm seeing not Bam Embiid and Jokic will be first team and second team in some order? Is that I think so okay so first team yeah what about cat well we got to talk about him too because i what position is he (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's tough.
4: I think he's I, been a I fine. Mean, but he goes back.
1: Who, who who are they even starting now? I don't even know who who are they starting. They they've got. Uh, Ever they, since
4: they made those trades, they had Malik Beasley out over there. They had Hernan Gomez, I think, starting at the four next to Cat, if I remember correctly. And they also
1: don't win. All right, so we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to forward here. First team: Embiid Jokic, LeBron and Giannis, Harden and Dantich. Is that what it's going to be? Probably. Okay. Second team, M. Beter Jokic, Anthony Davis at one forward. So let's get to it. Lewis, is Jimmy Butler the other forward?
2: Uh, that's a hard question. I, by the way, I enjoy you guys going back and forth on this. Um, look, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I wasn't the biggest Jimmy Butler fan before he came to Miami. Obviously now we, we worship him, but um I, I don't know. You know, I, I think a lot of what he does is kind of sneaky. Um, doesn't always show up in the stats. Uh, and he's a lot better uh, player than I gave him credit for. But, but I don't know. It, it, it's tough to get on those teams. And there are a lot of good NBA players. I mean, you guys just went down through a list. And uh, it's hard to eliminate any of those guys.
1: Well, let's – okay, let's see if we can eliminate the one key guy. Is the other – Wait, forward, I have one question before you keep yes. going,
4: Ethan. Yes. Is Jimmy a three?
1: Yes. And you know why I'm gonna say he's a three? Because that's what they did with him for All-Star. Okay. And once they do that for All-Star like that, it's Well, no, it's going I'm to be just like saying it's gonna be hard to make him a guard. And for everybody who was pissed about Jimmy not starting because he wasn't a guard for the All-Star voting, they should realize that every time that, that Eric Reed announced the Heat lineups, he put Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson in the backcourt. So, you know, to me, that was the argument against it was that Jimmy was listed. Uh, I know Jimmy was playing point forward or was really playing guard, and Duncan Robinson's more traditional forward. But the reality is, Jimmy was playing three according to the Heat. So, you know, <laughs> they would list as three guards sometimes, but and that was also more of Jimmy's, uh, you know, original traditional position. So I'm going to say he's I'm going to say he's a forward. So if he's a that forward. It does make it tougher. Okay, and we'll get to the guards in a second. But if he's a forward, Anthony Davis and Kawhi, right? Is there somebody else I'm missing, Alf? Is there somebody on this list? I mean, there's no Durant this year. Um, Blake was
3: hurt. They're going to give it to Kawhi over Jimmy, and that's – I don't care how many – Kawhi can miss uh, 90% of the season, and uh, just because of the way the NBA media works, they're going to give it to Kawhi. Um, So I think Jimmy's going to end up being third team. They also beat the Heat twice, right? Um, I don't. I don't even think that matters. I just think no. it's the, the name, like putting Kawhi Leonard uh, on third team All NBA, just doesn't feel right. It happened no. last
1: year with LeBron. It happened. I'm not saying he so. Didn't it's make not make the playoffs. I understand Kawhi. How many games did Kawhi play? <laughs> let's let's actually he look. played at like that. half of them, maybe a little. Uh, bit. he played more than that. He played fifty-one. Okay, so he now it's more than half. So, I mean, let, 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 let's go through some game numbers. James Harden played, again, most teams played between 64 and 67. James Harden played 61. Bradley Beal, 57. Giannis, 57. Trey Young, 60. I'm just going through the scoring list. Damian Lillard, 58. Luka, 54. Remember, he missed a pretty good chunk of time. Westbrook, 53. Kawhi, 51. Anthony Davis, 55. LeBron, 60. Devin Booker, 62. He didn't play that much fewer than anybody else. You're right. He's yeah, going to he make second
4: like team. He's he had he's a top five record in the league too, or something like that. Yeah, and, he won and Finals MVP last year, you know.
1: And, and and you know the other thing about it is he. I mean the big big thing he was rested with minutes. He only averaged thirty two, but Giannis only played thirty one because they were blowing so many teams out. I, it's going to be him, okay? So who are the guards on second team? And by the way, Jason Tatum has a case too, a little bit down the line. Duncan Robinson should be second team. Oh, stop <laughs> it! All right, who's who's the guards? I I have Bradley Beal as a second team guard.
4: I think Lillard should be in there for sure. Bradley
3: Beal and Lillard. Um, Somebody we're missing. Does Chris Paul get mentioned because of what, what OKC has done? I think Chris this Paul is Kyle
1: Lowry should get some consideration.
3: Okay. This to me is
1: going to come down to winning. Okay. I, I think those are the six. I, I get Trey young out of here. I think those are the six I, and get, you know, the other guy who came on, I don't like seeing it cause I'm not his biggest fan, but the last 20 games of the season, Russell Westbrook was a terror. Yep. I was just about to say that. He was so good. So so you have here Beal. We've got four spots. We've got Beal, Lillard, Chris Paul, Russ, and Lowry. All right. You want to throw Donovan Mitchell or Kemba in there for how good their teams were? I, I think Kemba for winning and Donovan for winning. Okay, so... The guard thing, I mean, you were saying it's easier guard. I don't necessarily think so. Right. So <laughs> yes, so no. all right, so you've got okay, you've got the two guys with the big scoring numbers, but their teams were out of the playoffs, Beal and Lillard. Then you've got guy who made significant impact on winning, Chris Paul, Kemba, okay, and Lowry, who had a very good year. And then you have Russ. Whose team was winning? Sometimes I feel like, in spite of him, but put up huge numbers late. And then Mitchell's team was playoff too. This is
3: really tough. I think you can get Russ and Mitchell out of there uh, just because of the early season struggles. Um, it just kind of took them out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I like I said, I think the second team you're going you're talking about. Uh, Lillard and Beal because the gaudy numbers, and then third team you're talking about Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry, and I think that's kind of where the conversation ends. I think there's there's other guys that could be talked about it, but I think when it just comes to names and recognition, and uh especially the third team, it's just going to be like, okay, who's you know now that we're down now that we're down to the fifth and sixth guys, who's who are, who's a, who are the guys that are winning, and you're going to have those guys right up in there.
1: I bet you Chris Paul makes it over Bradley Beal.
3: Yeah, I think so too. No, but you mean on second team over on on second team on
1: second team, and and I think I think some of it, uh, you would think it might go the other way because writers might try to right a wrong, basically, with Bradley Beal not making the All Star team, but the CP three thing, the big shots he made late in games, uh, especially as the season was closing, is going to stick with people, and I feel like there's been this attempt to rewrite Chris Paul's legacy in a negative way that the writers may try to flip there a little bit. I don't see Lowry on second team, um, but I do see potentially, uh, I see Chris Paul on second team. I think it's going to be Paul and Lillard on second team with Beal, with Beal on third team with Lowry. And I think people are going to choose between Lowry and Kemba Mm -hmm. and ultimately give it to Lowry because of the championship the year before, which is not what they should do. But I think, I think he probably gets it. All right. So before we get to Bam then,
3: if if the
1: third if the if those are the third team guards Beal and Lowry is it Butler and Siakam on third team
4: well I think it's about to get tough for Bam right now because since Jimmy is a three this kind of also gets in the way of it might only be one of them now because if you're now if you now got to include Pascal Siakam and Jason Tatum as well as Bam into that last one it's like
1: well Bam I think again I think we've said that the center is going to be qualified separately. But so and and Bam oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bam qualifies as a center. So really uh, it, it gets down to kind of closing this down with Butler, Siakam and I guess Tatum, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 100%. How would you argue that?
4: That's extremely tough. I think that might not go well for Jimmy. I think it's going to come down to one of Jimmy or Bam getting as, as like a, a heat representative thing. Cause I just don't think the NBA media, I, I think they want to give it to Tatum. I think Tatum's getting it in there and then it's going to be between Jimmy and Pascal. That's really tough.
1: That was the all-star debate. The only difference was that was done with voting. Um,
4: Man, this is, this is unfortunate. <laughs> Pascal put up like 24, seven and four. Uh-huh. Tatum had, you know, slightly less numbers on, a, on another good team. Honestly, I think Jimmy and, Pat and Siakam both have better cases than, than Tatum. But I, I think Jimmy should be in there too. I think Jimmy was more important to the Heat than than, than Tatum was to the Celtics. I don't know. Well,
1: here's here's what may work against them in different ways. If Kemba doesn't make the team, Tatum might because uh, I feel like they're going to want to throw a Celtic in there. They were, after all, you know, one of the top three teams in the East. But if Kemba, doesn't, if Kemba does make it, maybe he doesn't. And then there's a Siakam-Lowry thing. So are you getting the two Raptors or one of the two Raptors? Are you getting one of the two Celtics? Are you getting one of the two Heat players? I mean, the Heat were fourth in the conference, not second or third. So I think that could play into it. But if you look at Jimmy and Siakam, if it just comes down to strictly numbers, it's Siakam. I think with both Siakam and, and, and Jason Tatum, remember this is not the players voting, and the players are the ones who voted Jimmy off the All-Star team. Not the coaches, Not a, it was the players. The players didn't want Jimmy on the team. He was sixth in the East, according to the players. This is more writers, media, etc. I think they're going to make the other guys wait their turn behind Jimmy. I think Jimmy makes it. I think it comes down to Siakam or Tatum, and then we get to center. Who's the center if it's not Bam?
4: Gobert, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Cat. Those are the only other
1: real options, I think. I mean, is that right? I mean, I don't think it. could. I mean, who else was? I mean, <laughs> who who made it in the in the in the All Star game? Gobert, right? Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jokic. And Jokic.
4: And then you got Embiid and Bam on, over here, and you had uh, Sabonis as well.
1: And I'm trying to look, I'm looking at the center comparison here. Um, Lewis, I'll go to you on this. If if um, you said before that, that you thought maybe Bam was their best player. in in Lewis, Is he the more deserving All-NBA player? I mean, I, I get, it comes back to the debate of, of who made a bigger impact on this team.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, bam, not only his leap from last year to this year, I, I do think that he is the best player on the heat. And I, the scary part is I think there's still uh, some growth. And I'd be curious what you guys think the ceiling ultimately is for him. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I think he's deserved. His defense is already all NBA. I think you could question whether his offensive game is, is there yet. Uh, but I think he means everything uh, to the heat and that's not to put down anything on, on Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy will suffer going back to what you guys were talking about. uh Siakam and, and, uh, and uh, I'm forgetting the guy from Jason Tatum. Oh, Tatum uh, yeah. From the Celtics. I, and I do think I was, I thought you were reading my mind because I think they're going to want to put in a Celtic there. So I, I think Tatum uh, maybe gets it. I think, uh, I think definitely Jimmy deserves it over him. Uh, I think, uh, you look at Tiaakum's numbers and, and I don't think there's any way you don't put him there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would go with Bam, but if, you know, I'm already the homer, like you said, um, definitely, definitely Bam.
1: Well, I almost think that some of the heat people want him not to make the team because that what, you know, Alex, what drove him during USA camp uh, might drive him again if he doesn't make it. But I'm looking at the, look, I'm looking at the centers and I'm looking at rebounding leaders around the NBA. All right because this is the easiest way to look up centers when you're being lazy. So you look at the rebounding leaders. There's nobody who's above BAM who I think has had a better season uh, at the center position. Not Andre Drummond, not Hassan Whiteside, uh, not Rudy Gobert, not Jonas Valanciunas, so that I was surprised to see he was so productive, not Vucevic. Okay, then you go below him, Jokic, we've mentioned, uh, DeAndre Jordan, no. I, I just, it's just such a thin group. I mean, most of, you know, I mean, most of the really good fours play small ball five, but if none of them are going to be listed, like an Anthony Davis at the five, then it really just comes down to where Towns is listed, right? I mean, it's Bam or it's Towns.
4: I think Gobert probably, will probably get in there too because he's won so many defensive Player of the year and he made the all-star team. The Javs were very good. I think he has, he has consideration, but I think Bam should get it from those. I think Bam did even more than Gobert was responsible for for the Utah Jazz. Like I think, just as as much as Gobert was his defensive anchor for the Jazz, Bam was for the Heat, and obviously the Heat were ranked way lower on mm-hmm. defense than the Jazz. But we, anybody that's watched the Heat and the people voting will know that Bam and Jimmy are the biggest reasons that they were so good. I think Bam deserves to get it there. I think 100 percent he deserves to get it, and at least one of the two have to be there.
1: I think the other difference is Rudy Gobert didn't. In, um, I mean, Bam out of bio didn't infect any teammates uh, after rubbing the <laughs> microphones. And I is wonder, that how they punish him?
2: I don't. I don't. I wonder. I wonder if it comes down to it. It's like you know. It's like well. well it's like, I'm. I'm convinced you're reading my mind now, Ethan. I was thinking that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean, voters. Look, this is the reality. Okay, we've seen this through the years. I was a voter on a lot of things. Um, I've voted on some MVPs. I'd like to take back. You try to keep the personal stuff out of it. You just evaluate it on the numbers. But, you know, sometimes you've got a tiebreaker to make. (laughs) If it comes down to it. I think Rudy Gobert has done a lot to try to fix the situation, Sids. uh, But Bam doesn't have anything to fix. My prediction here is that I think, Alex, you are probably right. I think ultimately they give it to – I think it's going to be Towns. Okay? I think it's going to be Towns. I think they'll put him at center over Gobert. Um, I don't think Bam gets it. I don't think two Heat guys are going to make it. I think Jimmy becomes the Heat guy. I think then it becomes Siakam or Tatum, Lowry or Walker on the third team, and maybe they split the difference between those and take one Raptor and take, uh, and take one Celtic. Although if they're going to do that, to me, it's hard to take Lowry over Siakam. So I think it's I wouldn't be stunned if it's Siakam's second team. And uh, excuse me, third teams forward. And then they take Kemba as the third team guard. So we'll see. But there is a Boston bias in the media. There's no question about that. We just saw that in that ESPN uh, listing where they had 6,000 Celtics on it. So that certainly could be the case. We lost Alf here uh, somewhere along the way and he had to go record light-skinned opinions. So check out that podcast. Um, they go every week. Uh, again, lewispeters.com. We really appreciate it. Whatever it is we call you, the, you're the agent that everybody should go to for their insurance needs. So go to lewispeters.com. Um, and, again, follow him on Twitter, SF Agent Peters. We'll give him the, uh, the, pers- the, the business account, not the personal account. I don't want you to have to be responsible for anything you say there. Um- I appreciate that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back soon. Thanks. This was fun.
0: Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the fire regional sports Network.